I'm Jake. I'm John. What were we talking about? Oh, but that was Panic at the Disco. Uh, the song title is Nicotine, and it's off the 2013 album of uh, Too Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die. And it's just a very good CD slash song. I'm not. Uh, I haven't really listened to them since their last, uh, the very first album. Yeah. Uh, what's it? Uh, the big song that was off that was "I Write Sins, Not Tragedies" yeah. or something to that effect. God, they've had like five CDs since. Yeah, I know. I, was, <laughs> I, I didn't realize that until just recently. Whenever the uh, uh, new one came out, a lot of the songs off the brand new one are fantastic. They're really good. Yeah. And I was like surprised, uh, but I didn't want to do that because they sound different. Yeah, it's so big right now. I didn't want to just throw that CD out right because it's been it's being advertised yeah yeah they're already <laughs> on tour uh, my so favorite it's... CD was Vices and Virtues because uh, that was the one like after everyone else left it was just like two of them nice. and then like a couple other people helped out make it so it was it was good I don't know I still like the second CD per, the Pretty Odd CD was really good just because I like the bluesy stuff that's what like Hush Sound did their, their third CD was really bluesy like really bluesy and I loved it really yeah poppy blues it's great good stuff so a little different today what's uh yeah we're doing a little bit different today we're uh gonna do a video as well as the podcast uh don't have the right uh card to record uh, on the camera so what this video is ultimately going to be is going to be a uh is going to be a preview I guess yeah so if if Chances are the video won't reach full length of the audio. So Since we tend to run a little bit long sometimes. So maybe not this time. We'll see. It's definitely because oh. we've only got like 30 minutes on the card. Oh, really? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> you guys are fucked. You're um, going to see a fraction of it. Maybe a third. Maybe. We're, um, we're like a, so what's been going on, John? What's uh, What's... What's new in our world since the last time we recorded? Oh, um, so things have happened. Have they? They have. Um, That's pretty fucking interesting, John. Lots of things have happened. Uh, the biggest news I think everyone's talking about, and it's it's just everywhere, is Pokemon Go. Yeah. Uh, it is fucking everywhere. Everywhere. I can't tell you how, like, I've been walking down the street and I'll just look at people. I have my phone on the app, walk around because I'm I'm guilty. <laughs> I'll walk around and I'll be like my phone. And I'll look up and there's a guy in his car or other people walking and they're just like, "Hey!" And it's just like, "Yeah, other people play this now." It's just strange. Like I've just had like random conversations with strangers just because. It's, it, what team are you on? And then I'm like, "I'm on Valor." Like you suck. And I'm like, "What did I do? I didn't do anything to you." Like it's that's a fucking game war. It's um, Pokemon Go is a game war. I do That's have it have on my phone, and I do play it sometimes. I'll, I'll usually um, just periodically. I, I don't. I would usually... love. I would love to just sit around and do nothing but play that game. Yeah, but but I've got some shit to do. I've got to make money. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a job and friends and social lives and things to to fuck. Mainly my hand. Yeah, that's... Jill and I are very acquainted. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, Pokemon Go is kind of a big fucking thing right now to the point yeah. that uh, apparently now there's talks, renewed talks of doing a live action Pokemon movie, which I'm all for. I'm down for that it. That would be so much. I think that's. Uh, I, mean, uh, I think that'd be a pretty cool fucking idea. It's, yeah, but, I mean, we really haven't had a live action movie. I mean, no, it's it, uh, it's all been the uh, cartoon movies that have been imported, which uh, from I, Japan I like. Yeah, and, and now here's the thing: if they do it. 
are they going to do like what they did with Attack on Titan and are they going to do a Japanese version of it and then it's going to eventually just be imported with uh, subs and or subs or dubs uh, I'd be okay with here. that but but I kind of want an American I'll version I kind of want an American version of it it's there's nothing against Attack on Titan is probably I, I understand why they do that because it's it's that's it's theirs and it's not it's not super but huge here in America at the same time and this is going for me for the Full Metal Alchemist live action movie they're looking at making they've been looking to make that for years I know they've casted it now oh have they yeah which which is fine my problem with it is like any other Japanese movie and I understand that it's a Japanese based anime like they made it in Japan but they've done this with multiple animes now or they've made live action movies or they cast it for live action movies the characters are from a European country Full Metal Alchemist essentially they don't, they never come out and say it but they're Germans Really? Yeah, they're they're from Germany. Huh? His, I mean, his name is is Elric. So they're not Japanese. So, but no. they, yeah, they're 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 supposed to be a European country, European styled country. But but I mean, they make it sound like it's Germany, which is fine. But they're casting like pop sensation, like J pop sensation. What's his face? And and he's like obviously Japanese, and it's like. His eyes are huge. Like, his eyes are very squinty. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna work. Like, he's not a round eye. Now, here's the thing. So, I, I, now, and I'm, I'm not saying he can't pull the part off, but it's just gonna I, be I was gonna say, it's, to me. Yeah, it's, it's kind of peculiar. I was gonna say, I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm, I'm not really. Uh, I don't care what the race is as long as they pull off the character. But then again, there's certain. As long as they stick to it being a European country. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I mean, as long as he doesn't, like. It'll kill me if if it's in Japanese only, then fine. If they sub it or dub it into English and he has a Japanese accent, it's not going to work for me. All right. Like, if they dub it, they need to dub it with an American accent actor. Yeah, but... Because it's just... I don't want an accent. I want it Because he's from there. I don't want him to have an accent. It would be weird to me. I mean, it's, it is what it is. So, I mean, I'm not going to complain. Right. If, it's, if, it, if it's done well and it looks good, I'm not going to complain. But... Just off the off the bat, just from what they've said, I worry about that kind of stuff. I mean, they can knock it out of the park, and that's fine. I'm not going to say I won't watch it. I'm not going to say it's not going to be good, but I worry. Right. So, but I don't see it being horrible for a Japanese. I mean, like, they did a live-action version of uh, <clears throat> Death Note, and it's not great, but it's fun. Like, they, have a, they do a good job of making... Those live action movies. No, that was Japanese though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. The they have they do a good job making those movies fun, but they're CG and st- oh my god, it's very. They're so far behind us when it comes to which CG. is insane. Yeah, like like technology wise, they're so far ahead of us. But when it comes to CG, they're just like Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very odd. Um, yeah, I mean, but if they do the Pokemon movie, I would imagine that they're going to do it here in America. This is, I, I mean, obviously so. in Japan, that's, I mean, that's where it was born. It's huge, but it's so big But it, it blew up so huge everywhere. Yeah. They have to make it more universal. Um, and unfortunately, I mean, it seems to be that America or English is the more universal. Yeah, which it is. I mean, you look at other countries like Japan and, and Korea and other countries and they have to take english yeah in school and all of our foreign languages are optional 
Exactly. So it's, it's they have to learn it because all the companies that we send out there <laughs> to work. Exactly. So it'd be easier for it to be in English because of how big it is and how um, the demographic's so large. Because like some of those animes, yeah, they're mainly made for Japanese, but we just get it. It's imported. Right. So yeah, we get it. But Pokemon superseded that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's Pokemon a... Go, the company, like they're, they're the the company that made it, the Niantic or whatever it is. Something like that. They're out of California. So, yeah. It's, so, I mean, it's, it's everywhere. Yeah. But it's interesting. Um, jumping on over to uh, Marvel Universe here. Yeah. Not just the cinematic universe. Marvel. Marvel. Um, apparently, uh, James Gunn has confirmed that the film rights to the scrolls are co-owned. Right. Um, so it seems that the, uh, the scrolls, which, uh, they're an evil alien race, uh, of shapeshifters. Right. Uh, they are, they are baddies. They are villains. What was it? Secret Invasion? Uh, the, yeah, the Secret yeah. Invasion, they, uh, they came in and they replaced the heroes, uh, so they could take over the earth. They originated in Fantastic Four, which is why most people assume that they were, uh, um, owned by 20th Century Fox. Right. Uh, but apparently, as it turns out, they're co-owned, much like uh, uh, Quicksilver and uh, Scarlet Witch are. Yeah. Uh, a couple of like the main uh, scrolls. Uh, I'm not sure a whole lot uh, about the characters themselves. Were the main ones, yeah. but uh, just information, <laughs> just things, man. We, we just. Uh, but some of the specific ones are owned by 20th Century Fox, but the scrolls as a whole are owned by both. Right. So. It, Theoretically, we could see a secret invasion storyline played out in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That would be kind of fun. Uh, and it's weird that James Gunn is the one that confirms that. He's uh, obviously the Guardians of the Galaxy director and doing Volume 2 presently. Volume two. So what so if the scrolls are introduced in there? That would be kind of neat. Or at least they mention them or... They it would make sense. A few, like the alien race, yeah. It, it would be cool to see that start. Yeah. there. It would be cool to see Guardians of the Galaxy kind of... Drop the seed for the start of the next story after the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, because that's the thing right now is is how do you top Infinity Gauntlet? Because it's one of the biggest storylines. Secret, uh, the Secret War or uh, Secret Invasion, uh, I believe it was called. Uh, uh, I'm trying to see here what I had written down. Uh, I don't think I did. But um, but yeah, in any it's, case, it's hard it, to top it. Yeah, I mean, there, there's there's stories out there that Secret War, Secret Invasion. Yeah. But it's, um, it's just one of those things where it's like... Civil War was one that could have potentially topped it. Yeah. Um, well, I'm just saying as far as, like, how many heroes are going to have on screen at one time. Exactly. Like, the next Avengers movie is going to be dumbed down. Because, I mean, they're not going to have that many characters on the screen. They can't. Pop- well, I mean, I heard that they've had, at one point, like, 60-something characters set up to be in the movie. Right. Um, but even that, I mean, they, but after I, there's all no over, way they're putting all that in there. No. But after, but after all that's over, the next movie that comes out, like, it needs to go back down to just, like, the new Avengers. Yeah, exactly. And, because, and, like, this is cool, because it's, like, the third set, so it's this is the third third Avengers movie, so they have everything in. Well, like, third and fourth. Well, yeah, you know what I mean, though. Like, yeah. But the chips are all in. And let's pull everybody. This is the climax yeah. of all and of them. And then it. the next set, the next movie needs to be called, like, The New Avengers. Yeah, no, don't call it The Avengers. Well, I mean, I guess they, they could call it The Avengers if they have a good subtitle. But, right. But I feel like they should just call it The New Avengers. And they could have all the newer characters in it. and not. Yeah. And, but they need to dumb it down back to, like, six. 
Now, when they get to um, uh, Infinity Wars Part 1 and 2, who dies? Um, I mean, obviously Vision's got to die. Vision, yeah, Vision does have to die. So that's, that's a gimme, so that's fine. It's unfortunate. But... Um, honestly, Scarlet Witch. Like, I don't want her to, but why keep a mutant, quote-unquote, around when you can't have mutants? Sure. I feel like that's why they got rid of Quicksilver. Because yeah. he's going to kept him, but it's like, we have these miracles. <laughs> so it's like, we have miracles, but we, I mean, they're, that's it. Those are the only two. Because you can't pull in other mutants and call them miracles. That's true, yeah. So it's just like, they're the only two of their kind. At one time, they were, uh, there was a rumor that uh, Scarlet Witch and... Quicksilver were going to be Inhumans. And it, the Inhumans, since they were owned by Marvel Studios, was going to be their version of mutants. I've been okay with that. Uh, which would have been very interesting. Of course, a lot of people would have been very upset because. Right. But I thought that would have been a very clever way. Getting around it. Get around it and have. But then, I mean, you really you couldn't have Cyclops, you couldn't have Wolverine. Yeah. Because those characters were owned. Right. By 20th Century Fox. But other than her. I feel like she's probably going to go. But if not, that's cool. If they can make it work, then great. Because um, I feel like, especially like the whole relationship they got with her and Vision. Yeah. I feel like that's, cause like, she's, Vision's going to die. She's going to go ballistic and do something reckless and probably do something to save a lot of people. But then she's going to kill herself. She's going to get killed doing it. Um, other than that, I, I would have to assume just based off of what storylines they've been working on, probably Steve Rogers. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't say Captain America because even if Steve Rogers dies, jump. yeah. Um, It'll probably jump over to uh, uh, Bucky Barnes, yeah. uh, Winter Soldier will probably become Exactly. Uh, I would say... Captain. I mean, looking at the comic books, I would Sam. I would say Sam, but Falcon's still just, just starting. He's just starting out. They need to give it to Bucky for... And it really feels like in the movies that Bucky is going through this transition period. You can see him moving on. Uh, it seems slowly becoming the hero. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they keep all the foreshadowing with him, you know, always holding the shield in some form or fashion. Obviously, not holding it for good, but there's always that moment where it's like a pause and he has the shield there and it's like, fuck, there's our future captain. He'd do it, man. And, uh, and he signed on for quite a few movies, so I yeah, imagine he's going to be. I'm hoping Chala, I hope Black Panther and their people can find a way of. To wipe his mind. Yeah, so I'm sure they'll talk about that. They'll do that probably. It has to be the Black Panther movie, I yeah. think. Yeah. So I feel like um, I feel like they'll defrost him after Rogers dies, mm. and they find a way of doing that because they'll they'll be they'll be looking for a new leader. Yeah, and they'll probably find it in Sam. Yeah, probably Falcon will probably take I over that, yeah. the group, and then it'll be him and the new Cap. It'll be him and Bucky. In the next Avengers movie, yeah, I can see that. So I can see, I can see them like in the Black Panther movie they defrost him, and then the next Avengers movie he comes in. So I feel like I feel like Rogers is out, yeah, probably. And, and if they do it the same way they did in the comic books, that'd be awesome. No, they can't really do. That. I, mean, I know they can't do one hundred percent, but like something similar, similar like, to it. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But I mean, but here I've always wanted. What I wanted with uh, the Infinity War is I always always assumed Captain America or Steve Rogers rather was going to be the one to die. Um, that's always been my assumption. I think that's most people's assumption. Um, but I wanted to be something like not necessarily that he was arrogant, but that he was like, "Come on, team, let's go, let's 
fucking kick the shit out of Thanos. Maybe not as many words because language. Um, but uh, language. But he goes after Thanos and doesn't even stand a chance. Thanos just immediately poof, squashes him. Yeah, and that's it. Like it's not a, not a fight. It's literally just Thanos just and stops him. Yeah, and that's it. Uh, a lot of people might not dig that, but I mean, we've had, I mean, what, four movies, four or five movies of Captain America being a fucking certified badass, seeing what he can do, and what better way to prove what a badass and how scary, strong, and scary, powerful Thanos is than to have him squash Captain yeah. America like he's nothing. Exactly. So I, I think that would solidify him as... Like, fuck, he means business. Yeah. They would have to be at the end of part one. Yeah. I think that you have to end part one with Captain or with Steve Rogers. So, death. and the way they could do that is, um, with wow, uh, the way they could do that is with kind of like what they what they what I thought they were going to do with Crossbones in Civil War is because in the comic books how they kind of work that through Scarlet Witch, yeah, um, Thanos. I, kills Vision. Um, Scarlet Witch freaks out because you know, Vision uh, no, no, goes out goes after Thanos uh, recklessly, mm-hmm. and essentially he's he, Thanos goes to kill Scarlet Witch, and Cap just like they just like we got to go help her. I'm like let's go, rushes in, rushes in, goes to help her, and and he just turns his attention to Cap. Done. Yeah, something like that. It's kind of like he's kind of like blinded by his his caringness for for Scarlet Witch because he takes responsibility for it. A lot of people, a lot of people think there's a relationship there. I I I don't see that. It's to me, it's a brother sister thing. That's why he brought them in. And I, I I think I I believe that wholeheartedly that it's more of like a brother sister relationship. um, That it's like, yeah, not just that he. I guess that he brought her in, but also they're both alike in that they're kind of out of their element. They're not. They don't belong yeah. here, so I think uh, I think that's an interesting thing with them. I don't think it's a relationship at all. No, um, but I, I think it's going to be where yeah, the thing like something like that where he's protecting one of the team members, most likely Scarlet Witch. But I feel like he he goes into to try like you like he convinces her like you don't need to go like yeah like he's gone. Like I, you have to you have to cope. You have to get back into the fight. You have to calm down. Yeah, and then she flips out. Brush, yeah, rushes out and then he rallies the troops to just go save her not to defeat Thanos and in his recklessness to just go save her he dies I'd like to see at that point like kind of like a primal scream from her where all like not all of her power but like a lot of her power is like released and she you kind of see really for the first time how powerful she can really be to where it knocks back Thanos yeah, something like that. Ultimately, though, she, I, I do think she has to die. Uh, Cap has to die, and I think um, I think it'd be insane. Like since she's not technically an X Men, what if she had her powers and she was? It's it's a it's a bit of a stretch, but like at the end of one, he dies for her, mm-hmm. and then at two, like he says something to her that like oh you couldn't even save your friend or but whatever. Like both, like you know, your lover and your friend are both dead because you couldn't save them, and she freaks out and like essentially, like suicide bombs them. Like she exerts so much power that it just disintegrates her. 
You could do that. I mean, yeah, but there'd be too many parallels drawn with that and the Flash. Uh, but yeah, something like that would be. But like, but, and that gives the rest of the team an opening to go and take him out. It weakens them enough where they can all take him out. But um, another character I think should die and might actually die, Bruce Banner. Yeah. Well, because I mean, they can't really do much with him. No, he shows up in every Avengers movie. Um, he can't have his own show, standalone he, movie. He can't because fucking Universal owners are the best so, thing they can honestly do. And it sounds... I hate doing it because I love Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Kill him off. Yeah. And kill closest, him off in a... In a awesome way. Yeah. The closest thing they're going to have is Ragnarok. That's it. Because he's going to be in it. It's going to be Planet Hulk. Yeah. It's going to be a miniaturized version. But, yeah. But Planet Hulk, Hulk nonetheless. Um, and, and it'll be cool. But that'll be the closest thing we ever get to a standalone Hulk movie for a while, if not ever. And, yeah, so, I mean, what's the point of keeping him around if you can only have him in these group movies? Exactly. And as fantastic as he is, it's just... The only reason I would say keep him around is if you're going to do Maestro. I'm looking at you, Marvel. If you're going to do Maestro, keep him around. Because he's a fucking badass villain. But I think, I think in this one he has to die. Because, one, he's obviously, like, an immediate threat to... Thanos, or looks to be an immediate threat to Thanos, so it would seem reasonable that Thanos would get rid of him. Yeah. Um, that being said, who delivers a killing blow to Thanos? That's rough. Um, Drax? Drax would be the most satisfying. Yeah. Just because of what his He's backstory is. Yeah. And even though he's only been introduced, he's only been in one movie, just he, he feels so fucking fleshed out. It was yeah. so well done. Dave Batista, holy fuck. <laughs> never in my a life. A professional wrestler. <laughs> never in my life would I have thought. I never, and not like, I'm not saying anything against him because, like, The Rock's a pretty okay actor. But he never had a character like that. No, he didn't. And whenever they None said, they, whenever they signed him on to play Drax, and I was like, holy shit, they signed a wrestler in a Marvel Universe movie? Yeah. God damn it! That's this is where they fall. This is where it's gonna happen. Yeah, and, and then was, I watched. It, I was like, "Oh my god, he's the best fucking character in this movie." And then the all, and then the twist on that was is like, "Oh, they did the now they cast him as the henchman in James Bond." Yeah, exactly. He, and he, he was shit. Yeah, not yeah, his yeah. fault. Not his fault at all. But, but when you only have one line in a movie and your character in a movie is, that's not super good, anyways. No. Um, but no, he he did so good in that. But he was he played it so well. You feel like you know that character. Yeah, and I think that's so. And funny. I never once really looked at him and was like, "Oh, Batista." No, I never. That was Drax. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you look at it and you know it's him. And, yeah, but, but like you could t- easily take take that out of the movie. You, yeah, absolutely, yeah. You would never know it's him. Like if they never would have told me, if they never released any information about these movies, you would. Yeah, I probably would never would have guessed. I'm like, he looks familiar, but I can't place him. That'd be it. Yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, it would be so satisfying if he if he's the one to deliver the killing blow. I think he's oh, the yeah. only one that can. Yeah, he, that'd be awesome. Uh, other than that, I guess. The, and I think the, most the, most fans, general moviegoers, are would be surprised by it. Comic book fans would, would wouldn't be that surprised by it, but moviegoers would be like, "Holy shit!" Because you wouldn't think. No, because he's he's a, a side character, and, uh, and what a and, lot of people consider and he doesn't be, have he doesn't really have any powers. No, it's just his race is super strong, so super strong, and so so it's like you wouldn't think he would do it, but to have him it'd do be it really cool to have him finish it off. Um, I, I'm gonna go Spider Man. 
Spider-Man delivers a killing blow. Yeah. Holy totally, shit. Totally Spider-Man. That's great. I forgot. I would, I would I, love to have seen that story arc, though. I don't know if you you, you know about the, the Spider-Man thing they did with Thanos. Uh, there's, I don't know if it's just like an alternate reality or if it's just part of the series, but like there's something in, the, in a comic book. I don't know which one it is. I remember reading it. I remember hearing about it from a buddy of mine, but where Thanos kills everybody, but pretty much but Spider-Man. And Spider-Man like somehow gets the glove off of him and or at least the life stone and resurrects everybody hmm. and so like he doesn't technically kill him but he saves the day i know i mean like obviously thanos kills most everybody yeah. in the infinity uh infinity gauntlet yeah um but yeah that sounds like it's in like an alternate reality sort of thing which it's fine would be kind of cool to see but yeah like he doesn't technically kill him but he like grabs the the the, the, the gauntlet or the lifestone and saves and re- resurrects everybody and saves the day more yeah or less. that'd be that'd be fucking cool because it's like that's the cover of it is just the infinity gauntlet with spider-man in it like little oh Spider-Man. i've seen that yeah yeah and and like he's the only one left I think uh, I, I, I keep forgetting that Spider-Man's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's awesome. I'm so happy. So, I mean, now we have we can add Spider-Man to this universe, and that's really fucking cool. And Tom Holland knocked it out of the park. Holy um, shit, he did. Um, Homecoming is going to be interesting. I'm excited to see what they do. Because I was worried because they announced three villains. Yeah, but it seems like, like they're doing it. Anytime they announce more than two villains, I'm like, oh, God. Just... But it looks like what they're doing with, on with it is uh, the Vulture's going to be the main villain. Right. Uh, and they're going to have uh, the Tinkerer, I think the character's name is, the other villain. Yeah. He's going to be helping Vulture, and then there's going to be a third villain that's introduced. Which, that's fine. If you're yeah, I think if that's them, what they're doing, they can do that properly, but absolutely. it's hard to... With the track record of movies having more than two villains, it, <clears> it's, it's hard. Scary. To, or, or two or more plot lines, uh, like Last Stand. Hmm. X-Men Last Stand, just, mm-hmm. oh my god. And, you're, and especially with such a big storyline like the cure, yeah, you're gonna enter, you're gonna do the cure storyline and Archangel, and you're not gonna take time to do either one. Yeah, and it's... then and then you do the the death of Phoenix. <laughs> it's like yeah, they did the, they did the cure and they introduced Archangel and, and kill off Phoenix and kill off Phoenix three in one movie. It's like what? And they they had like the cure just the whole thing because they had like they end with Magneto where he's cured but not cured. Yeah. But they they got rid of his power somewhat, and it's just like you're gonna have all this stuff in plus do Angel and then Archangel and then kill off Phoenix all in one movie. Like there's no way, there's no time to explain any enough backstory and enough pushing towards another movie. No, that movie was just a fucking nightmare, anyways. Especially after like when when what's his face couldn't come back. Brian Singer. Uh, no, no, I was talking about Cyclops. Oh, James Marsden. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which I mean, it's not his fault. I mean, yeah, it's it's it is what it is. I think really they killed him off. Yeah, that was insane. That fast, like I was just like, like what? Ten minutes in the movie, I'm like what yeah. the fuck? Now that he couldn't come back, like he had an issue, like he had to do something. It, he was doing Superman Returns. That's what it was. Yeah, it was just it was like, Brian Singer. Yeah, so it's just like, okay, well that's that's a bad start. You're gonna kill him off. Kill off, then... who is your leader? Yeah, of the X Men. Yeah. It really showed the priorities that Fox had at the time was like, which they still arguably still have this problem, which is uh, Wolverine's the leader, and he's which, not. He's not. He may be the focus point. Yeah, but he's not the leader of the, the group. The, yeah, it's never. It's never. He's not a leader. He is not. A leader. Absolutely not. It's never, at least to my knowledge and what I've read in the comics, it's never been about him learning to be a leader. It's about him fucking 
figuring out who he is and becoming more human. Yeah. But not... Because he, he was just a killing machine. Exactly. Yeah. He, he, like, it's funny to me how... He was how the best tame, at what he did, but what he did wasn't nice. How movies make him seem. Yes. And the, I mean, the, the animated show did too. Yeah. The, the animated show made him seem very tame. Because it's a kid's show. But still more... To me, still more animalistic which, than the movies have. I can't wait... If they make the new the new Wolverine movie rated R, which feels like they're they are doing, yeah, it's absolutely and it's gonna, and it's gonna to me the way they've been talking about it, it seems like it's Death of Wolverine, which I'm hundred percent on board with. Yeah, because I'll, he said this. I either wanted out Death of Wolverine or Old Man Logan. It, it seems like they might be doing sort of a blend of both, which is fine. I mean, um, I, I I would love to see that last frame of Death of Wolverine. On silver screen, like on, oh, yes. on the screen, him doing oh, and just covered in adamantium and just dying, like yeah. solidifying, and that's just the end of it for okay. him. Sorry about that, guys. Um, did not realize my sound was still up that high. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So moving on further into the Marvel universe, uh, uh the Gambit film has finally completed their script. Woo! Finally! Finally. It only took, what, two years? <laughs> Jesus. That's what it feels like. Luckily, Channing Tatum was still on board for it, which I know most people aren't okay with that, but I think Channing Tatum is going to be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I love the actor. I think he's a fantastic actor. Uh, doesn't get enough credit. Well, people mm-hmm. were people worried about him having the accent. I'm like, do you not know? People can act. It's not even that. He, he grew up there. He grew up in uh, Nolens? Yeah. That's where he was raised, wasn't it? I'll double check. Um, but I, and besides that, I know for a fact he's learning the accent to get it down, yeah. and he loves the character. He's he's pursued this role yeah. for a long time. And, and if, if anything shows you anything, any any actor who portray like who who pursues a and loves a character yeah, as much is going to do the best they can. With look what at Deadpool. Given you can say Deadpool, but then you also look at Green Lantern. Because <laughs> he wanted that too, but that's not his fault. No, that movie was more. Because uh, he was the right choice for that movie. He said yes to the script before reading the script. Well, he, so was he, born, he was born in Alabama. I could have swore though he grew up in. Uh, um, I could have swore I heard somewhere that he grew up. But no, I mean he's still part of. Change him still part of it, uh, and it looks like they're going to start f- uh, filming it uh, spring of next year. Uh, so we're finally going to get that. Uh, fucking taken care of yeah. and, and get that movie out uh, this is all from the producer slash writer Simon Kinsberg um, and he's also talked about uh, the New Mutants movie which all he said about that uh, it, it will be very loyal to the comics and production will start sometime real soon so it's like okay that's super vague. Yeah, it is. Um, so Channing Tatum's also going to be in the new Kingsman movie? Yeah. Did not know that. Sorry. Anyways. Yeah, he's going to be in the new Kingsman movie. Um, I think he's the villain. Yeah, it doesn't show a name, but... That's pretty interesting to see that. But uh, uh, in uh, on the last side of the Marvel news that we've pulled up here, uh, or that I have written down anyways... Um, Victor Von Doom in the comic books. Following the events of Civil War II, he will be the the infamous Iron Man, Uh, which sounds something similar to me like the superior Spider-Man when Doc Ock was 
yeah. Spider-Man. Uh, um, basically, I guess it appears as that we've got a lot of weird names for Iron Man in the comic book series. Invincible Iron Man, International, International Iron Man. Uh, now they have uh, Infamous. Infamous. Yeah, it's they do a lot of weird Iron Man. But they uh, apparently Victor Von Doom, following the events of the Secret Wars two, or not, it wasn't two, but it was like Secret Wars, but not the Secret Wars we knew. Um, Following the events of that, he has been healed, and he has uh, been reformed. Right. So he's played a huge part in the comics of uh, the uh, Incredible or Invincible Iron Man. So apparently he's been a big part of that. I haven't read any of those. I haven't read a whole lot of the new uh, Marvel ones. Some some select few. I'm more of a DC guy anyway. Yeah, we both are. I I like Marvel. Yeah. It's just the characters to me just aren't as interesting they don't pop to me yeah like they're good in a group but the only characters i like out of marvel are x-men yeah like they're my favorites but um moon knight and daredevil daredevil's been yeah daredevil's been really spider-man good. i think everybody daredevil spider-man. feels like a dc character sometimes he does right he like, does absolutely he's um, so fucking him and punisher yeah. feel like they belong um, in the dc and, universe and recently guardians like I would read Guardians now. I would if they weren't if they weren't so far ahead in the comics. I absolutely yeah. would have picked them up, started picking like, them up. But and like them. Rocket and Groot are pretty low. I haven't still haven't read it. But I wouldn't mind picking that up. But, but I just I'd rather have the whole group. Yeah, like, they have a Star Lord comic and that's great. I'm sure, but I just I, I want the whole group. Mm-hmm. Like I like I want the interactions because Star Lord by himself is fine. He's funny, but I feel like you're going to lose a lot of those moments where it's him and the group together. That's, Absolutely, that's what yeah. I want. Same thing with Avengers. Like, I would like to read Avengers. They've changed some of that so. lineup to the Guardians in the comics. Yeah. Uh, Space Knight Venom. Space Knight Venom. Yeah. He's a part of it now. Yeah. I, I know. I've heard that comic series alone. Space Knight Venom is, is fantastic. I heard it's pretty interesting. Um, and I've heard um, the Carnage comics really good too. I, uh, I wanted to read that too, but again. Spider-Man also is another one I, I read. Uh, Spidey. There's, they've got like 5,000 Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. They have the whole, like, they have one actually called the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Uh, which is all of them. And then Web Warriors. Web Warriors. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, uh, on to the DC news, sir. Yeah. So I heard that they, a certain person by the name of Will Smith was talking about uh, why he chose to play Deadshot. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people gave him shit for it. Right. Which goes back to what we talked in other pod- the previous podcasts. I don't know why I'm looking that way. Um, but the whole idea of, of the race thing. Yeah. So just because he's black, he can't play Deadshot. Now, there's is- a version, apparently, of Deadshot that's black. Right. Um, it's not obviously not as well. There's known. a version of Captain Cold that's black, too. Exactly. It is. <laughs> Yeah, there's a version. I, th- I think there's a black version of a lot of characters, but yeah. uh, this is lesser known. But yeah, he was he was getting a lot of shit for this. Apparently, he was quoted. It was uh, uh, Entertainment Weekly. Uh, basically, it was uh, he is quoted as saying, "I had never played a character that legitimately didn't give a fuck. It's very free not having to carry the the moral spine of the movie." He said that. He said that. He said Jesus. fuck. He did. Um, I think the Fresh uh, Prince of Bel Air said fuck. <laughs> Parents just don't understand, man. <laughs> don't. Um, no, I think I think that's interesting. He's right. I mean, that character really usually doesn't give a shit about anything. So I think that's a, it's going to be an interesting role for him to take because he is usually the moral compass of a movie, or at least like a guiding light, of yeah. some sort. He's never. He's never I've just... never seen. He's never really a villain or somebody, some careless individual. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I think that's gonna be pretty cool to see him That'd play be that. Fun. I've been yeah. excited to see. For I would him love to that. see him play a badass. Like, Absolutely, because he pulls it off. He's got. I mean, he's got. He the, looks like a badass. Yeah, he could easily do that stuff. I mean, um, um, that would be so. I don't know. I'm excited for that movie. It's gonna be fun. Oh yeah, whether I, or not it's good, that's it's gonna be fun. But it's gonna be a blast. Oh yeah. I think uh, also some more uh, um, Suicide Squad news that I saw. Uh, Scott Eastwood. Yeah. Apparently, because there's been rumors, nobody knows who he's playing in the movie. Rumors have gone from Slade Wilson to Dick Grayson. Yeah, I heard Dick Grayson. Uh, Dick Grayson was more recently that's popped up, Which, saying uh, that he's playing. I could see it. Yeah, I could too. I think that could work. Uh, but he's supposedly this, this is the Scott Eastwood that's related to Clint, right? Yes. Okay, cool. The one that most people want to see play uh, future Bruce Wayne. Yeah. In a Batman Beyond movie, that'd be cool. Uh, I don't want that. No, um, I, I think it, I think people could do it. He could do it. I just don't want to see because one, I don't, I don't like whenever people fan cast a role to death with the same actor. Oh yeah, it bothers me. And and I used to be on uh, comicbookmovie.com, which is usually where we get all of our news at. Um, I got a couple places, but a couple other places, but generally, comic book movie seems to be the source for us. Um, I like Nerd Machine. That's a good one. Yeah. But uh, anyways, on there they have a fan cast section or a fan fiction section. And uh, I used to be heavy into that whenever I would write for it. I would do a bunch of fan casts for stuff. And I hated going through it and seeing, like, God, the one that always bothered me. Uh, and I actually, on the last one I saw it on was, I made a comment on it. Uh, but it's Brian Cranston as, the, as a Commissioner Gordon. That's the most common one I had ever seen. Yeah. And so I finally commented on I was like, can we put a moratorium on Brian Cranston as uh, Gordon? Because we get it. Yes, he'd be great in it. Let's do some more creative things with yeah, this. Yeah, something different. Uh, so yeah, whenever people, uh, to death, everybody would choose Clint Eastwood to play old Bruce Wayne. Uh, yes, he looks similar. Yes, he sounds similar. But it just to me, it's like it's too easy. Mm-hmm. My my choice that I that I picked whenever I did it was um, Michael Ironside. Oh yeah, I thought he would be fantastic for that. But in any case, it appears that Scott Eastwood. Uh, I mean, there's there, we still don't know who he is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, rumor, the latest rumor is saying that he is uh, Dick Grayson sent in by Bruce Wayne uh, to find out what Amanda Waller's up to. Um, but some more stuff came out recently, uh, right? Um, saying that he's playing a different character. Um, who was it? Uh, oh wait, uh, either he's going to be playing a, a, a some Navy SEAL who's important to the movie, or a character called Lieutenant GQ Edwards. Uh, now I don't know about you, but that sounds fake as fuck to me. Yeah, it reminds me of whenever they were talking about um, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. He's not playing Khan; he's playing John yeah. Smith or whatever. John Harrington. Yeah, that was yeah, and I was like, I was like, that sounds fake. It's like he is British. Yeah, it's like, but <laughs> it's like, you couldn't choose a more creative name than exactly <laughs> John Harrington. It's like you might as well call him John Doe. Yeah, or villain. I always love when the other guy, the the guy was covering for him. Was just like, like what was the name you said? And I was like, yeah, we get it. You know who he is. Yeah, <laughs> calm down. We. That's what it sounds like to me. This this reeks of it. So I think 
somebody was close to it. Whether he's actually Dick Grayson. I would like to see him play Slade, personally. I think Slade would be I think, awesome. I think he could pull off a badass Slade Wilson. But I do like the idea that Batman knows something's going on, so he sends Dick Grayson in. But what if it's not Dick Grayson he sends in? What if it's um, Tim Drake? Okay. Red Robin. What yeah. if they send him in? It's an adult version of him. Because about this time, he would be an adult version. This is an older Batman. You yeah. have to assume, obviously, Dick Grayson's already been his Batman. Jason Todd's already died. He's been to Tim Drake. So we know at least Tim Drake, most likely, has already been there. Right. So it'd be interesting for him to be Tim Drake. Yeah. Instead of jumping right to Dick Grayson. That yeah. seems to be, the obviously, the and popular. he's an older, I mean, at that point. And Scott Eastwood, he's not, he's not old. Hmm. So, I mean, it, it, I mean, it could work him being... Uh, Tim Drake, but most likely what it'll be is uh, Dick Grayson. I, I'm I'm thinking he's gonna be Dick Grayson, probably. That's what I'm thinking. Um, um, villain news also for Suicide Squad, right? Is there? Yeah, it's uh, apparently it's he. The villain is going to be called the the adversary, quote unquote. Um, oh yeah, I heard something about that, and it's. Basically, uh, a Cthulhu type old gods monster who is controlling those uh, uh, smaller eyed creature minion things that Squad yeah. kind of dispatches in the trailers. That's he's controlling them, and apparently, Cara Delevingne's Enchantress goes. Uh, she's originally a member of Task Force X. But when she tries to use her powers to get close to the adversary, he possesses her and then turns her against them. Hmm. So that's why she looks like she's a villain throughout the whole movie. Which that I'm makes like, sense. I'm like, that's going to be kind of weird to see, like, a fucking monster, ultimately, yeah. to be the villain of the movie. Uh, not what I was expecting. But again, the movie hasn't really made me doubt it yet yeah I mean I've seen I've seen the trailers and but I don't know Suicide Squad is one of those things like I'm excited to see those characters yeah it's However, not... the trailers have not really made me that excited for the movie you know what I mean I, I, like I th- they make me want to see it but I haven't like saw a trailer so far and been like oh my god like that looks fucking amazing I've just looked at the trailer and goes the like, Bohemian Rhapsody one day that one was fucking awesome I forgot about that one yeah that but, one but like the first show that came out the first I was expecting was it like, to be like badass. It was just kind of like, oh, here are these characters. Oh, those, and I'm like, those, this is the title. I was like, those are the characters I want to see. Now I will but, say that the introduction of the Joker, the first time we get to hear him speak, yeah, that was so good, really cool. I'm excited. I'm excited for him particularly. Um, I think that's that's a lot. Most of the Suicide Squad news, at least. Yeah. Um, what about it? what's what's going on in the Flash movie? Um, the Iris West thing. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. So they are choosing Iris West as the love interest. I'm mm-hmm. assuming. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because I mean they could have went a lot of ways with it. Um, I'm ex- I don't know. I'm still worried about the Flash movie. Not as much as I am about the Aquaman movie, but um, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I, I'm excited to see what the suit looks like. I'm excited to see what they do with the character, what kind of what kind of Barry Allen he's going to be. Um, but at least I'm, from the descriptions that we heard, and we talked about this the last episode. Yeah. Um, 
He sounds like he's going to be kind of like the smart-ass comic relief Barry Allen. Which it works. Yeah, and he should be. And, and Ezra will knock that out. Absolutely. Great, so. I have faith in him on that. And then, I still just find it baffling that yeah, Grant I mean, Gustin isn't. Which I, I... I guess I get it, but it's It's, just, it's one of those frustrating things with TVs and movies where you just have to, like, accept that they separate them. It sucks, but... But it is what it is. I don't is. know why they would have to. It is what it is. But um, what was the director? Uh, his current top choice for that character is, uh, I don't know how to say it, Kiersey? Uh, Kiersey Clemens. Uh, she worked with him on that movie Dope. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I haven't seen that movie, but I, I heard, I heard really good things about I've never it. Heard, heard. Um, I, I, and I, I sincerely cannot even fathom how to pronounce the director's name, uh, except that's... for Rick. And Fam- Famu Yawa? I'm going to go with Famu Yiwas. Famu Yiwa? Famu Yiwas. We apologize if for Rick some reason. Rick If you're listening to this, Rick, we're sorry. You have a very, very nightmarish name. It's um, awesome, though. It, it, I mean, it looks like once we pronounce it right, it'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, but uh, Rita Ora, the singer, Rita yeah. Ora. Yeah. Uh, she's uh, one of the choices as well, as is... Uh, an actress named Lucy Boynton. She plays in a, a, it's a show or a movie. I don't know. It's called Sing, Sing Street. Street. Yeah. Probably should have done a little bit more research I, on I've that. I've heard about but, it, but I haven't really seen anything on it. But it's um, but those are the other two choices. Uh, the idea that they might choose Rita Ora bothers me. Yeah. Because it shows to me they're almost like they're not taking it seriously. Yeah. That's, I don't know. It's... It's like casting Rihanna in Battleship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's frustrating because, like, Iris is such a big character. She is. Uh, you're doing Barry you Allen. an actress. Yeah. You, you have Ezra Miller. He's an actor. And technically, either, either of the two Flashes that you choose, Iris is a big character. It, it, it's Wally West or it's, it, or it's, it's Barry either Allen. his sister or his love interest. So it's, it's one of those things... I don't know. It's frustrating. They should. Yeah, God. They need. To, they need. To they make need sure a real it. actress. I'm not saying they can't. I'm not saying they're not actresses. They could surprise because they're young. They could be great. They're young and we, new. I, we're just. We just want them to make sure they're choosing proper. Rita Ora is the only thing that makes me. I'm like. Wah. Yeah. Uh, um, as far as Aquaman goes, the only thing I'm really worried about is how they're going to film underwater scenes because. We sh- it's Aquaman. We, it's going to be partially underwater. It we has to were be. already shown that they had some issues filming underwater because he looked like he held his breath. He was. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, I'm like, They've got to find a way to make it where he can act while he's underwater. Absolutely. but uh, or, or looks like he's underwater. Um, anyways. But apparently, uh, Iris West also, she's going to be in Justice League. Yeah. She's going to have a little cameo in it. I think that's going to be lead, cool. A little lead in, essentially. I, I'm a little worried because they're going to have, it seems like they're going to have a lot of characters in this movie. Uh, they had a lot of, I don't know. <laughs> Who do we have in Justice League so far? We have Flash, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg. Cyborg. Um, I mean, they're all going to be there, right? They're, yeah. Except for, I mean, obviously, they're, they're not going to cast, I don't think they've casted an arrow yet, which... Green Arrow's not going to be in it. Right. He's not even He's not even an option right now, actually, yeah. it seems like. And then uh, Martian Manhunter? 
He's not going to be in it either. So, I mean, so that was like everyone's going to be in it but them. Yeah, but it, but they have them right now in Justice in the first Justice League movie, along with Jim Gordon's going to be in it. Right, yeah. Um, Lex Luthor's supposedly going to be in it. Uh, now, Iris West is going to be in it. Lois yeah. Lane's in it. It's, I mean... Is Vicky Vale going to be in it? Fuck. Well, as long as she's played by Kim Basinger again. Right. I heard, I heard they were talking about casting a Vicky Vale for one of the movies. I don't know which one, but I don't. I, I hate that character. I don't know why. I hate the character so fucking much. Um, I think I, I hated her in the for in the nineteen eighty nine Batman movie. I hated her. Yeah, I thought she was a miserable character. Um, Should we uh, mosey on over to the DCCW? Yes, we absolutely. Since should. we talked about the non CW DC stuff, yeah, <laughs> let's jump over to our favorite DC stuff, the DCW. Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't, I didn't know this until I found the story about John Barrowman signing the same deal. Yeah. But Wentworth Miller mm-hmm. signed a deal to become a series regular across the board. All of the DCW shows. Now, obviously this doesn't mean that he's going to be in every episode of every show. Right. But he's going to be a regular he can character. meander on over to Flash and he can meander, or at the Arrow rather, and then over to uh, Legends and then over to Supergirl. So that's the only thing about Legends, though, is is he going to be in it? I have no fucking clue. Because, <laughs> I mean, I have... part of the Justice Society of America. I'm not caught up to it, if but I know serves, what happens. If memory serves, he's part of the Justice Society of America. Mm-hmm. He is. So... He's part of the JSA. I think uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with that, and especially since he signed the deal. After his character died... <sighs> what? He's dead. He died. He's dead, Jim. He, uh, but along with him, John Barrowman. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm Merlin himself, former Ray Shao Ghoul, has signed a same, the same deal. He's going to be a regular across the board. Yeah, which is exciting. I think that's exciting because, I mean, this guy, he's been in the shows, all the shows, since the beginning. Yeah. He's appeared I, I in I really, in when I first season. saw him in, in the first season... I was like, "Oh, cool! They got him to come to the show. He'll be, he'll be in it for a little while. He'll leave." Yeah, but and, and then he keeps coming back. Five, and he keeps coming back. But we're five seasons in, and now like I just expect him to be there. Yeah, and I swear if he's gone one season, I'll I'll cry. It's gonna be terrible when he actually dies. Yeah, it's gonna suck. Captain Jack. Gee, I don't know about that. But yeah, well, that, that was his character in Doctor. I didn't, uh, you know, I no, I didn't know uh, uh, until you had said something that he was in uh, Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he's, he's kind of jumped between fandoms there. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he, he's kind of done that switch over. Which, I mean, that's... His character in Doctor Who isn't really that... I mean, he's, he's a... Everyone loves him because right. of his character. But he's only in it for, like, maybe ten episodes. Really? Within, like, two two seasons. Like, he's not in it a whole lot. But his character keeps coming back randomly. And it's cool. Like, he'll just show up for, like, two episodes out of a season. Like, I forget exactly. It might have been, like, between three and four seasons because he comes back uh, with a couple different Doctors. But, like, he's only he's only in a total, like, a handful of episodes. Right. May, maybe, like, 20 total. Because uh, there's a good stretch of, like, in the first season, he's in it for, like, the longest part of the time. Like, six, seven, eight episodes. Mm. And then he comes back for individual episodes here and there. But um, there's a big twist with him in Doctor Who series. Where um, the last time you see him, you kind of uh, you realize that he is a character that you kind of meet, and he's just older because something that happens to him. 
So, uh, but he becomes this character that you've met from the like second episode. Really? And he comes back like in between, and you don't know it's him until the last episode. He's like, "Oh, uh, they called me this, and that's his name." And you're like, "Oh!" And then even the characters, like the the companion, the doctor, both look at you like, "Did he just? Did we just? Did he just?" Okay, <laughs> like, wow, mind fucked. Like it's it's kind of cool. Like, he plays a cool character, and then he then he had his own show. Oh, he did spinoff for Doctor Who. He had Torchwood. Which really? Is, he goes he goes to England. Apparently, <laughs> he's American speaking, but he he's in England. And he starts this group essentially that takes care of the Earth from alien problems uh, while the Doctor's not there. So it was kind of cool. That's interesting. But he had his own show. It didn't wasn't very good. It wasn't bad, but it just didn't work. Every Doctor Who spinoff show I've ever seen just doesn't work. It's because it didn't have the same magic exactly. or something. Like they had the Sarah Jane Chronicles, which was a companion that was mm-hmm. awesome, and they put gave her her own show, and it's fine, but it's just not the same. <laughs> That's, I wish I could get into it. it just it's very it's very British and very corny. Yeah. Um, furthermore, in the DCW land, Legends of Tomorrow season two. Yes. Quite a bit of news on that one. Uh, Apparently, the plot of it is basically, as they said at the end of the first season, uh, Rip tells them that uh, now they have to be the Time Masters. Apparently, it's been hinted at from Mark Guggenheim that that's going to be the general plot of the second season and that the Justice Society of America is going to play a heavy role in this. Uh, It's going to include, um, they're going to introduce, uh, besides Our Man, uh, they're going to introduce Steel. Right. Uh, Which I'm excited for. I always like Steel. Yeah, not my favorite, but I've always enjoyed him. I unfortunately only remember Steel because of Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, well, that that happened. It was a thing, um, but uh, yeah. So Steel uh, is going to play by Nick Zano. Uh, plays in Minority Report, the TV show, obviously, and uh, also he played in a show called What I Like About You, with the, uh, which had Amanda Bynes in it. Um, she still does stuff. Years ago, she did. Oh, okay, she don't do shit anymore. Um, it's also going to have Vixen. She's uh, going to be recast. I can't quite remember the first actress's name. Uh, but she's going to be replaced by a, a Maisie Richardson Sellers, who played on the originals, another CW show. Yeah, and uh, Hawk Girl. Uh, Ciara Renee and uh, Captain Cole obviously will be departing the show as series regulars which doesn't make fucking sense to me if Wentworth Miller just signed a contract saying he's a series regular maybe he's a series regular for everything else maybe maybe, maybe he signed a deal for everything but Legends so maybe he's gonna well I mean maybe he's gonna pop up on there and not just maybe maybe he's gonna be series uh, regular for somebody else in any case it's fucking confusing that contract nonsense to me yeah uh, but in any case it sounds like uh, but that might be part of just since there's so many shows up I don't know Legends 2 uh, sounds like it might Legends season 2 sounds like it's gonna be kind of interesting to me yeah it'll be something different um, I'll be excited to see it so uh, switch over to Arrow of course because that's what transition from Flash to Legends. we always have to jump over to Arrow Arrow's, to. Arrow's our boy and we'll kind of make something else we both care about Wrestling, yeah. Uh, one Mr. Cody Rhodes, former WWE superstar, former yes, also known as Stardust. Stardust. <laughs> uh, he will be appearing in season five of Arrow as the villain. Yeah, not the main villain, 
Big a villain. villain. Yeah. Uh, apparently, I think it, they said something like the sixth episode. I can't confirm that. Which is cool. I mean, just to have him in there. Now I'm curious. It'd be interesting to see him play a Stardust type character. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be so much fun. And then they kind of rekindle that. Yeah. And for the people who, who aren't familiar, uh, WWE did a whole shtick with um, Stephen, Amell. Stephen Amell coming on to the show, which he is a fan. Yeah, a huge so, fan. He was in the, fan. He came to the show and Stardust character kind of did a work with him on the show, on the WWE show. And so they brought him behind the scenes and they talked and they did a whole thing and so they brought him out to wrestle yes and he wrestled against Stardust, Stardust Cody Rhodes Stardust and somebody else I don't quite remember now who it was I think it was Wade Barrett yeah something like that Stardust and Wade Barrett versus Stephen Amell and Neville, uh, Neville. who goes by Red Arrow or he, Red, has a, he, has, he has a move called a, Red Arrow. Yeah, he has a, a move called Red Arrow. So uh, it was kind of like a ha-ha. Yeah, I get it. Um, but in a match that I think it was at SummerSlam. I think so. Last yeah, yeah, year. It was SummerSlam last year. And, which, in, a, in a match that was actually fairly decent. not For it, having a special guest in Exactly. It, yeah. For having a celebrity in it who's never wrestled before. It was yeah. a good match because you got. I mean, he is athletic, so we knew that was going to be all right. And that's what but I, you got to look at like other athletic, technically athletic people that have been special guest stars, like Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, Carl uh, Malone. Carl Malone, which Dennis I think Rodman. Carl Malone did all right. Carl Malone didn't do bad. Actually. <laughs> he did pretty he damn fairly good. surprised. Dennis Rodman not so much. No, he um, wasn't so good. But yeah, but like most of the time, you expect those matches to be shit. Exactly. And just. Have a good time. The match itself was fairly entertaining. He did pretty damn good. And it's uh, so it, this it, is kind of the opposite end of that, where it's like, okay, well, he brought they brought him on the wrestling and they did that shtick. Cool. So now, now Cody Rhodes is going to be on there as a villain. Fun. I like, think that's exciting. That's that's, that's I'm excited. And uh, I think it's cool because I, I argue this with Joey a lot too that uh, he hates whenever they're going to bring in celebrities to have matches at WrestleMania, and yeah. I agree. That uh, because it takes spots away from uh, actual actual real wrestlers or storyline. Uh, now on a business side of it, I understand what they're doing. Yeah, I understand that they need to do it. Yeah, um, and it's so fun. The idea for this past WrestleMania was to bring in Stephen Amell to have another match, just like a one-on-one match with uh, Stardust. It obviously didn't happen. Right, which. He's the only celebrity so far that could have done it. Exactly, and that's why I, t- I keep telling Joey, I'm like, I, like, yes, I don't like it either, but. If they have, have to do it, you might as well get one a celebrity who clearly loves it as much as uh, as much as Stephen Amell does, and also somebody who's in shape and willing to put in the work to do, yeah. put on a decent and not match. just in shape as in we play basketball. Yeah, like because that's the problem is like they're athletic. Like, the, the, like but Stephen Amell is athletic. They just play basketball, and not saying that's easy, right? But they just play basketball. They don't jump over. over. They don't do salmon ladder on a daily basis. Exactly, and so I'm saying like <laughs> if you're gonna have somebody. A celebrity do a match. Stephen Mill is your guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I think it's a cool idea that Cody Rhodes is going to be playing uh, a villain That'll be fun. on the show. It'll be really cool to see. Um, did we find out what episode? I know this is switching back to Air or, uh, Flash, but do we find out what episode Kevin Smith is going to be directing? I think he said it was like the third episode. Interesting. Okay. I was just curious. He's going back, I guess, in August to direct 
I'm excited. I, I yeah, that they got to bring Muse back too, right? That, and they have to, right? <laughs> like have him have another car that he has to yell about his mom. That's my mom's new That's my car. Mom's car. She just got that car. Uh, that runaway dinosaur episode. Jesus, dude, that was so good. Heartwarming. I, it was. Oh, Jesus, man. Um, yet another flash. Some jumping back as yeah, we went back to flash. Uh, so first official image. First, if it is awesome. Holy shit. That yellow suit, though. Because I, I first saw the yellow suit, and I thought they're bringing back Reverse Flash again. Right. And it panned up, and I saw, like, the skin, and not to be racist. And I was like, that is a black man. Great. That is not Reverse and Flash. And I was like, okay, so is that Wally? And it had the mask. And I was like, oh, it's Kid Flash. Exactly. And, and then it was Wally. I was like, fucking A, dude. All right. Let's I, do this I, shit. I was going to say, I'm excited for that. I think that's cool. Um, the one thing I have to say is it is absolutely accurate to the comic book. Yeah. To a fault. And I will say that because that mask does nothing. Yeah. Literally nothing. It is a domino mask. <laughs> At least Green Arrow has the hood up. Yeah. This is literally like the equivalent of playing peekaboo with a baby. Like, you're just covering your eyes. Object permanence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't remember me now. So that's what it's like. It, it's, I think it's silly. It looks silly, but... It looks look, good, It though. looks awesome. So And the thing is, is like, at least with Flash, if you can teach him how to shake his face... Yeah, so you then, really don't know, but... Yeah, like, you have the domino mask just for for distance. You don't have to shake your face, I guess, whatever. Uh, and honestly, what that would do, I mean, if you're going to go to reality for just a second... yeah. <laughs> um, that would get rid of your uh, facial recognition. Yeah. So there's that. If you want to be like, there's no reason for him to wear the mask because he could just shake his face. Like, yeah, but the camera could still, if you had a high speed camera, could still recognize your face if you had yeah, facial recognition. So if you have a mask, at least. Yeah, it would break your 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 facial features enough to where it wouldn't recognize it. It was uh, back to fakes because it's a TV show about a man who runs super fast for several people who run super God's fast. Sake. Um, one of them that just disintegrates <laughs> I did see something funny uh, online of uh, it was like there's a picture of Wally from the show and he's like hey I want a suit I want it to be all yellow and red kind of like the opposite of you and then it goes over there and he's like you mean like the man who killed my mother <laughs> and I'm like shit it is it's yeah. almost exactly that so I wonder if they're gonna if that's gonna come into play if it's gonna be the fact that maybe they have that suit lying around, and they just and it, and they re what if they, they it? yeah repurpose it and they're like this is this is in memory of like of reverse flash no of <laughs> his mother saying like I guess it could I don't know how they would if they well would. I don't know how they're gonna do it anyways with Flashpoint being up so yeah so I mean everything's kind of up in the air right now what what if they do the shitty thing and make it to where uh, Wally just became Flash. The Flashpoint. <laughs> That'd be interesting. And so like Barry, Wally West is is the Flash. I know to a lot of people. But like, if if Barry just doesn't have his powers and Wally does, and that's just the show from, and then he's just like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. He's this <laughs> motherfucker he, over here. And then he like gets his powers and he chases him down and gets him and he's like, it's Wally. He's like, what the fuck happened? My mom's alive. He's the Flash. I'm just forensic analyst now. I think that Shite. I, I can't. I, just, I can't wait to see what they do with that. It's it's gonna be so fucking cool. Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, I did uh, also see they released a first kind of. I don't know if it's a behind the scenes picture or if it's a production still of uh, season five 
of Green Arrow or season yeah season five of Green Arrow. Oliver uh, Queen. Yeah, it has yeah, to do with the, the in Russia. Yeah, so they're gonna do a lot of Russia stuff this time because obviously he's got to go find um, Vlad's and what's her face's parents. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember her name. Is that bad? I didn't care. Like, like I care. About I really didn't. Yeah, the whole. I didn't. But really. I don't remember her name. That's the thing. I didn't care about the character. I didn't care about the relationship. Yeah, that was a bad thing about that season. Is a lot of I didn't care. It was just like it was forced upon you. It's like okay, exactly. Like yeah, we know you have to go to Russia. Like we know you end up there sometime. So hopefully, because <laughs> he has to get inside with the Russian mob. Exactly. So that's fine. So hopefully, which he already did though. Kind of yeah, but, but this yeah, is just more so. I think um, I think season five is shaping up to be a much better season. Yeah, I'm excited so. to see what they do, especially with some of the information and. I don't know. It's just so weird. All the stuff going to happen. Like it's it's as a kid reading Flash comics, if they were like, "Hey, we're going to make TV shows, live action shows with them, and they're going to it's going to look good." Yeah, it's just like it's going to look accurate, and we're going to do Flashpoint. It's like fucking what? Ah, so good. Um, no, uh, there is also Gotham season three. Oh yeah, they released some production stills from uh from the set. Uh, one of which seems to uh, uh, confirm that Killer Croc is going to be part of it. Which would be awesome. Yes. And he looks pretty good, actually. I was kind of surprised. Like King Shark good? Yeah, but less CG. That's good. It's kind of it looks more prosthetic. And there's another character in the stills. I don't know who the fuck it is, but he looked creepy. Um, I haven't seen that one. He's got like a jacked up fucking nose and... His eyes are like all black. Hmm. It's it's peculiar look. I can't imagine who the character's supposed to be, but so uh, <laughs> didn't they already do Solomon Grundy? I think they did, didn't they? Um uh, they did Solomon Grundy in uh Arrow. Yeah. But in any hey, case, did, did you know he was born on a Monday? No. I he did he, he did something on a Tuesday and something else on a Wednesday, but Yeah. He did some stuff for a the lot week. of things. I I had to explain to somebody It's a busy week. I had to explain to somebody that that was a real poem. Really? Yeah, they didn't know. I was like, well, they don't understand what you're saying. Because I was just joking around, like, it's all been Grundy, born on a Monday. Just joking around like that. Yeah. And he was like, why do you keep saying that? I was like, because it's what it is. It's a- and he's like, it's it's real. I was like, no. I was like, it's a real poem. It's a real thing. It, it was real. <laughs> For Batman. That hurts my feelings. Yeah, I was just like, oh, I hate you people. You young kids. Um, don't know things. Uh, skimpy on the Star Wars news. Yeah, very skimpy. But to be fair, they're real strict about keeping that stuff in. Yeah, so we don't know so, anything. So they wrapped up episode eight, as far as I understand. I don't know if it's 100% wrapped up or not, but it seemed like they said it was. Mine is maybe reshoots, um, but yeah, well, it seems to be that they always do reshoots. Always. Even Show the fuck out. Freak out. It's like, oh my God, they're doing reshoots. That means something went wrong. No, they always do reshoots. They always find something. There's a. There's a separate budget. Just for reshoots. Just for reshoots. Yeah. People freak out. It's like, oh my God, they're doing reshoots. That means they fucked up. Like, no. no not at that all. means that they're doing a normal movie thing. And now, with fine. Batman v Superman, they probably should have done some more reshoots. Probably some more. Yeah. Or included um, all the footage. So, I mean, if you keep track with certain people on Facebook and whatever, like, um, da- Daisy, right? Is her name? Daisy Ridley. Yeah, 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 Daisy. She posted a picture of her holding a lightsaber that was her, like, we finished shooting thing, and that's 
part of what I read as far as that and then an article. But so she posted that picture and uh, some shots of her on set and of them in Ireland uh, shooting on the planet. Uh, <laughs> as I said. The planet. We're in space, not Ireland. Um, so that's kind of cool. And, and she seems... She's real happy about everything, so that's good. I mean, she's it's always, adorable. She is. I was watching the video you you heard me watching was I she I didn't follow her on Facebook till just now because I didn't realize, but she uh, she posts her workout like like a montage of her workout videos, um, which is odd to me, but yeah, it's she she has like a montage of her workout video, which she, I mean she's not like ripped ripped, but she's she's in good shape. I didn't realize because like in the first in episode seven, like I didn't really see that. Well, she's covered up pretty well. Yeah, it's, but it doesn't they, that, seem to do a whole lot. They, they think it's partially that and partially like her character just wasn't active. Yeah, and now that she's, she I means she did a few things, but not like. Well, now that she's training, she's gonna be. She's gonna have to have some kind of muscles because she's gonna have to do some stunts. Yeah, and maybe not all of them, but some of them. And and she should do as many stunts as I let her do. Any, I'm sorry, any actor that's in decent health. Should do as many of their own stunts yeah. as they will let. No, obviously, do. if it's stuff that's really, really life, and if if they have age. a legal thing where you can't, I understand. I I understand. Like I said, because they need you healthy on set to do everything else. Exactly. So so yes, and if that really puts your life at risk, then yeah, or not even, not even your life, but like your body parts. Yeah, like if you need like like Jackie Chan is nuts. But, like, yeah. you get people, like, they won't let you do certain things because you might break a foot or something. Yeah, I get it. But like, anything where you can do your own stunts, because the more stunts, stunts you can do, the closer the camera can be. The closer the camera be, can be, the better the shot's going to look. Exactly. Um, Usually. Especially for stunts, because you can be like, well, that that's them. That's clear then. They did that. Yeah. And it's it like just uh, makes it feel makes you feel better about watching it because like Tom Holland doing he's gonna be doing a lot of his stuff yeah. now obviously it's it's gonna be replaced a little bit with CG because the suit you have to but, but he's gonna be doing a lot of his own stuff but like 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 I said like if you look at people like Jackie Chan who break their leg or break their ankle and they continue filming he's just like I'm fine continue doing stunts yeah like, let's make a cast and it looks like my tennis shoe and just continue filming and it's like okay maybe take a step back yeah relax a second. Jesus. Um, Anyways, but yeah, I mean that's the Star Wars front. Uh, they just wrapped up. Um, then we jump into the other category. Other. Um, so it seems finally, 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 The Rock has come back to Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> um. Um. Yeah. Tell us what has finally been released. So they're they're doing this remake of this movie that was like a TV movie, and it happens to have a clown in it. And his name is Pennywise. Yes. And they have finally re- released an official image of Pennywise the Clown, played by Alexander Skarsgård, mm-hmm. and he looks creepy as fuck. Yes. Oh my god, it like, looks good. Like I, I will probably have nightmares. <laughs> I mean, it looks good. I'm, I, I really hope that's the final product for his makeup because yes. it looks amazing. Maybe a little bit um, more detail in well, yeah. or something, but but absolutely yes, that look. Holy yeah. shit! So 2017. Oh, I don't remember God. they September, have an actual date. Something like September 18th or something Some of that, like yeah. that. So the, I'm excited for that remake. I'm so fucking excited for that. It's going to be part one. Yeah, part one of two. Because so. they're doing the first part where they're kids and then doing the second part as Which adults. is brilliant. Absolutely. Because then you can just focus straight on all the kids' and stuff. Then, and then cut out and the flashbacks. Yeah. All together. Yep. 
Oh, it's gonna be so good. And like, if you haven't seen the image, look it up. It's yeah. it's just a creepy little face, but it's awesome. Yeah, especially if you enjoy it at all. I enjoy it. Uh, yeah, it's one of my absolute favorite horror movies. But it's um, not. It's not good. <laughs> it's not. It's got but, a lot of problems. But if you enjoy the movie, or if you're just interested, look up the bit. Look up the picture because it's mm-hmm. creepy as fuck and it's awesome. Also, with Star Wars, they've got some. Um, some images on, on the Facebook and some other stuff. Look those up too because they're pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's just oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, uh, Stevie King's it. It's gonna be fantastic. 2017 September. It's gonna it's gonna be a slow ride to it, but it's gonna be worth it. Yeah. Um, Sadly, on a another touch, spectrum. It's a little touchier of a subject. I don't, I don't understand it. I'm sure he has his reasons, but George K came out and did not. Not very happy with the whole... Sulu being gay. Yeah. Apparently in the new movie, Sulu is going to have a daughter with a same-sex partner. Um, and uh, the original Sulu, George Dekai? 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 However you want to say it. Um, well, he is, says Dekai. Yeah, I'm going to assume he's right then. <laughs> so George Dekai... Um, I mean, he's he's here's my opinion. If he doesn't agree with it or he doesn't like it, that's perfectly fine. That's his his thing. I don't see any reason for him to come out and, like, not like it. Like, he shouldn't... I don't feel like he should come out and be like, I don't like this statement. Yeah, but then again, he was probably asked about it. Which, okay, fine. That I can understand. Uh, And that's what... It was in an interview uh, with The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, He... Where this came out, he said... uh, I'm not sure what the circumstances if he was asked or if he just saw or he said it, I would assume asked. But yeah. uh, he said, I'm delighted that there's a gay character. Unfortunately, it's a twisting of Gene's creation uh, to which he put in so much thought. I think it's really unfortunate. Uh, so as it turns out, he's apparently not only very pro-LGBT community, but very, very much a purist. Yeah. Which is... Interesting. Interesting. I mean, if Gene's original idea of, of Sulu was not gay, then that's, that's fine. fine. But this is a different but universe. Say, even at that point, like, and this is no offense to Gene Roddenberry, because Gene Roddenberry is fucking genius. His vision's still there, but it's been adapted. Yeah. Like, it's, it's been altered so much, you can't be like, well, this is his idea. Yeah, it's the same characters, and that's but great. It's, it's, but it's, it's an altered timeline now. Yeah. And even if it wasn't, it's it's an adaptation. It's yeah. been so long, it's an adaptation. It doesn't exactly. matter. Like, his vision to me, and I don't know him personally, and I'm sure Takei knows better than I do. But to me, I would think the way he represented that, his vision, was just showing... The characters a group, a diverse A diverse group of people yep. surviving together, working together as a family. Because no, like yeah, the search, had nothing to the do. The Starship Enterprise, they were they were a ship, and they were crewmates. But they were they were family. family. Yeah, so I mean, it's just living together. And I think that's and it's not. I have nothing against him. I get being a purist. I mean, I've I've said before in this podcast how I wasn't a huge fan of like uh, and it's obviously a completely different boat. Uh, but like I wasn't a huge fan of the power power slash Rangers little reboot mini movie they did. Oh, yeah. Uh, just because it took away from what the Power Rangers really were. Yeah. Um, I've said that before. I, uh, like, Jason DeFranco said that before, and I agreed somewhat with what he said. Uh, but in this case, I, I get being purists, but the times, they are a-changing. Yeah. And then you get the other end of that, too. It all just depends on how they portray it, but, like, the Mortal Kombat movie, 
or YouTube video thing they made was a little different compared oh, to Oh yeah, the, absolutely, to the movies, yeah. But it was fun and it was similar, but it was it was a different take. And I liked the whole I like the original where it was uh uh Sonya was like a newspaper or a police a SWAT person. SWAT per, yeah. Detective, or detective. It was I mean, she detective. was a detective in the in the story as well. In the, yeah, in the but she she games. was so much more aggressive than me. Yeah, but she. I don't know. They did a good job with that, and that was an adaptation. But I don't know, it just depends on how they perform it and exactly. what it looks like. But um, there's also another thing, and I, I forgot to mention this or put this in our list of stuff. Apparently, um, uh, David Yost. Yeah. Uh, the original Billy is very, very much not happy with Brian Cranston being cast as Ordon. Really? Apparently, a few years ago, Brian Cranston, uh, he was asked about his time working with the original Power Rangers show and doing the voices, and talked about how he was so close to Hayme Saban. Um, they're you know they're friends and they've remained friends all these years. Uh, that the character of Billy Cranston was named after him. Oh. And said uh, the last name obviously. Um, but said, uh, he said, Billy Cranston, he said, I wasn't, you know, I, I wish I would have gotten maybe a cooler character. So he was the Faye, wasn't he? Which apparently Faye is another term for a gay man or gay person. Right. Uh, and it's kind of a homophobic slur. Um, apparently he said that in an interview. Ouch. And I can't imagine, I'm trying, I was trying real hard to think of what I'm like, maybe he didn't mean it like that, but I can't see any way. Yeah. It could have come out anyways, but in any case... I'm guessing that's term short for fairy, which... I would assume that's what it means. Yeah. Um, or maybe uh, closer to a, yeah. uh, an amalgamation of the... Other F. F the other F word and gay. Um, but in any case, yes, that's not a, not a good thing to say. No. Absolutely do not stand by it. But you have to look past that. You have to look at the the actor. He's a great actor. Yeah. And this gives the movie legitimacy. And this is going to do nothing but boost sales and views of everything to do with Power Rangers. The original Power Rangers. This is going to do nothing but help earn uh, David Yost, Jason David Frank, Austin St. John, um, and the others. Um, <laughs> I can't remember. I can't. I, for life of me, I can't remember the rest of them now. Uh, um, tweet uh, trying ain't going to be earning a whole lot. But... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a state, maybe. Amy Jo Johnson. Um, I she really needs it. But she... Walter Jones. That's the other one. Yeah. Uh, Zach. Uh, he plays Zach Taylor. Uh, Walter. Uh, Walter. Uh, but he, I mean, it's going to do nothing but earn them a lot of money. Yeah. You know, with views and buys of the of the original series. Yeah. So you have to just look past it. And and, and it was, this was, um, I think it was something like, something like eight years ago. Yeah. So and he may have been saying it, maybe as a joke. Yeah, which it's not because if, if it's not a tasteful joke, I'm not again not defending it. It's not funny. Yeah, because the whole thing with David Yost, he left the series uh, because he was sort of I don't want to say persecuted. That's probably too strong of a word for being gay. He was bullied a lot on the set for being gay. Uh, he's never named names, but I think it would end up being more like the writers, yeah. not necessarily the cast, but it was like the writers and some of the directors and stuff like that would uh, make fun of him for being gay or make a bunch of slurs uh, or say a bunch of slurs to him. And uh, he finally left the show because he finally couldn't take it anymore. And the fact that 
uh, there was a point whenever he gave up his powers of being the Blue Ranger to yeah. Rocky. Yeah. Um, at that point, it was whenever he was getting ready to leave the show, and they wrote him off from being a, a, a Ranger because they didn't believe him as a Ranger. They did, they thought he was too too gay to be a Ranger. Something like that. Now that's again, nobody else has gone said that's that's uh what they did he's it's his side of the story so we don't know both sides we only know his and nobody else is very quick to come out and be like no 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 that didn't happen um so we don't know so i understand his anger yeah absolutely and uh but again as i say as shitty as a thing it was for brian cranston to say that you have to look at it more on the positive side of it and one it's been something like eight years since he said it times have changed since then and maybe his opinions have changed and maybe his thought process has changed well, well maybe he just said it and it, wasn't thinking about it which doesn't yeah. make it right yeah i have i have friends that are like that's so gay it, it bothers me and, and people what are you gay I mean, no i'm not gay I, said, I think it's a dumb thing to say yeah it's something like people that people say that. was something we said in like the late 90s. Exactly. <laughs> that was, and we didn't think we about it. We were kids yeah. at the time. I have my friends who are adults and still say it. And I don't, I'm like, why? Why is it gay? You know, and I don't, it does, I don't get it. It doesn't even make sense to say it. Um, but you have to look at it on the positive side. Brian Cranston cast as Zordon. It's a huge, huge, huge plus for this movie. Absolutely. So that's what you have to look at. It's and yes, he said a shitty thing, but again, maybe times so have Hulk changed Hogan. and he's to what? <laughs> so did Hulk Hogan. So yeah, Hulk Hogan said a lot of bad things. Yeah. Uh, but he's technically out of the Hall of Fame, from what I hear. Yeah, but I mean, but fuck him. So yeah, um, there's a lot of people that said a lot of shitty things and nothing happened to him. Exactly. So, um, let's see. Uh, what else we got? Uh, first mm-hmm. images of Sophia uh, Butella, 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 probably uh, as the Mummy in the upcoming Tom Cruise-led uh, reboot have made their way online from while they're filming. The Mummy, yeah, the rebooting the Mummy. Why? She's the female. Uh, mummy. I kind of figured, uh, but she's playing the Mummy, and it's not that she's a female. Is why it looks bad. It looks bad because it looks bad. Yeah. Well, it's Tom um, Cruise too. So. Tom Cruise led. Yeah, not that saying he even, that didn't even bother me that much when they said that. Uh, it bothered me. He does, but he has he has good movies though. He does I, have good movies. Everyone makes fun of him for being Tom. Cruise. I shit all over him all the time, but, but he's he has really solid. Jack movies. Reacher is surprisingly again haven't seen it. It's but. good surprisingly. I mean, it's because it's literally just <clears throat> he just goes and beats shit up. If you go, I mean, if you go back, I mean, you go back in the eighties, his heyday. Yeah, uh, that's where I mean. Some of my favorite movies are from him. Days of Thunder, I think, is a fantastic Days film. Thunder's good. Cocktail. Yeah, Cocktail. I, I, I like them. Top Gun. I know a lot of people don't. I enjoy Top Gun. I think yeah. it's a good movie. Um, uh, risky Business. A, risky Business, of course. Um, I personally, <laughs> Born on the Fourth of July. <laughs> it's an odd one, but it's such a good that's movie. That's a good movie. Uh, um, but he's a good actor, and I trust that. That didn't bother any of his cast. Uh, it just only recently was I bothered when I saw these pictures like now maybe they're going to go in do some CGI fix it up a little bit hopefully Um, but so far doesn't look super good but there's always chance speaking of the new rebooted not really rebooted but new Universal Monsters universe Um, you talking about Bardem yeah yeah Javier Bardem in talks to uh, play Frankenstein's monster 
He'd fit. That's Frankenstein's monster, not Frankenstein. Yeah. That bothers when people make that mistake. Yeah. Frankenstein was the guy that created the monster. He was the doctor. He was the doctor. Dr. So Javier Bardem is uh, in talks, apparently, to play the monster. He was originally in talks to play Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Interesting. That would have been cool, too. Which is now being played by Russell Crowe. Really? That's yeah. interesting. Russell Crowe's going to be playing uh, I can see Dr. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. I can get that because he's fucking crazy in real life. Well, yeah. Um, but apparently Johnny Depp? <laughs> they should have got... Uh... Oh god, what's his name? Yoko Yo- Yo- Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin, <laughs> yeah, that guy, <laughs> that guy, the weirdo. Wa- um, apparently, Johnny Depp is playing the Invisible Man. It makes sense, honestly. I see that 100. percent Oh, I, I, it seems like a role he would take. Absolutely, absolutely. but it's. It, I was like, oh, I hey, didn't hear. Tell you what, no matter what it is, it can't be worse than Costner or Costner. Wow. Um, Chevy Chase. No. Oh my god, what is wrong with my brain today? Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. I liked Hollow Man. Fuck you. I did too, but it was, it was. They were stretched. Leave Hollow Man alone. <laughs> there were some points. In Leave it Hollow Man alone. Leave Britney alone. <laughs> um, but no, like, I, I like those movies. They're fun. But have you seen that dude lately? By the way, which one? The dude that the Leave. Oh Bruce yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a handsome man. Yes, he is. I was like, when I saw, I had no clue who he was. I would watch. Uh, have a bunch of friends who share his videos. Yeah, and he does a bunch of videos where he's you know acting like himself being goofy and funny there's other ones where he does like all he does is like quote unquote sexy looks oh yeah yeah um (laughs) and uh, and those are funny too but like a lot of uh girls share those uh but i'm like that dude's handsome very handsome and i'd watch him like he's kind of funny he's he's hillbilly he's very handsome very pretty uh but he's really goofy and then I read about who he is, and it's like, it's just, we have written him, I'm like, holy fuck, that's yeah. who that is? Holy shit. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, yeah, uh, I liked Hollow Man. Yeah, I liked it too. I'm just saying. This is a solid film, man. Yeah. Not really solid. His portrayal is not 100%. Kevin Bacon is a genius. He's an amazing actor. He is actually. He's actually a really good actor. Of course, of course I say that, but I, I think... Kevin Costner's a good actor. Oh, too. fuck you. <laughs> Not in everything he does. I hate Kevin Costner. Yeah, I know. I hate. A lot of people do. Hate him. Yeah. The only movie he ever did anything where I thought he was mildly entertaining was in a really bad movie called Mr. Brooks. Oh, yeah. And he played, uh, Dane Cook was his co-star. Right. And the movie, uh, like, the movie was funny at one point because Dane Cook pisses himself. And, uh, but the movie, I guess he's like a serial killer or an assassin or something like that. I don't remember. That was the only time he ever did anything where I was like, okay, he's interesting. But everything else, good Lord, he's painfully boring. Yeah, he can't be. He can't even die in a tornado with fucking (laughs) class or with any kind of, he's just, no, stop. Please don't save me. He, uh. We. (laughs) He's way better of a director. What does he direct it? Uh. The Postman? I forget. There's a bunch of movies. Yeah, I know he directed The Postman. That wasn't he directed super good. Dances with Wolves. He directed that mm-hmm. and starred. Which I love that movie. He, he I does. don't like when directors star in their own movies. I don't think he wanted to. Uh, I somehow doubt that. I don't, I don't remember. Like, I've heard a lot of uh, tales of his arrogance. Oh, yeah. Which I believe. Uh, Robert Redford um, as well. Yeah. But here's the thing. Robert Redford, to me at least, has earned the rights. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, but personally, as far as Costner goes... I still, everyone hates it. I don't give a shit. Mark likes it too. 
Waterworld. Waterworld. God damn it. <laughs> Michelle love, loves that movie. Fucking love Michelle that movie. Michelle loves that it's, movie. It's fun. It's horse shit. It's awful, but it's fun. Oh, God, that movie is so bad. Kevin Costner's acting is way better with Gills. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like Prince of Thieves. What's that one? Robin Hood. Oh, yeah. His accent disappears immediately, but I love that movie. <laughs> it's so bad. You know what's really bad about the movie? Yeah. Christian Slater. Yeah. He's so bad in that movie. And it's He's there's still... one line he says, and it makes me laugh so hard every time I watch it. By fuck, he did it. By fuck, he did it. And I was like, by fuck, he did it. That yeah. is a fascinating line. Yeah. And what a great line reading it was. It was, by fuck, he did it. It was like, what? Yeah, it's fun. Their accents, all their accents are well, spotty as fuck. Oh, yeah, they just disappear immediately. Like, Kevin Costner's gone after the first five minutes. Yeah, um, it's worse my than favorite, that. My favorite thing that Christian Slater did was when they're in the, in the in the river, the creek. It's not really a river. It's very slow moving. And he, he's just like, um, they're singing that song. There once was a boy from Nottingham who wanted to try to cross the river. And he says like, what a dope. He slipped on a rope. <laughs> and it's just like, he what, says it so boringly. What a dope. He slipped on a rope. Because he's like, what? Okay. It kind of reminds me of the line I did. Like the remember thing. Because it was like, what a dope. He slipped on a rope. <laughs> it's like, and so, Jesus Christ. Just everything you... And, but it's fun. Like, I still love that movie. That movie's not super so, super bad. It's fun. It's it's not really good, but it's it's watchable. And the big reason it's watchable is because Alan Rickman. Oh, yeah. Um... The, yeah, yeah. Have you ever watched the the remake reboot of Robin Hood? They did. It was a few years back. They oh, did this yeah. Russell Crowe. Oh yeah, yeah. I did Robin watch Hood. That. I did watch that. How was that? <laughs> That's generally the reaction I heard. I mean, what I'll say about it is that the action was fantastic. The story was mediocre. Mm. The acting was okay. Mm. Crow, Crow did fine, um, but it was just weird. He usually does fine. It was just weird. Because but that's like, the thing, though. He only ever really does fine. Because cause to me, the Robin Hood character really didn't... It was okay. Like, But the maid Marion, she was a warrior. And I was like, that's weird. Like, it's cool. It's fine. I don't care. Yeah. But it's like, it kind of takes away from the whole Robin Hood thing. Yeah. But it's fine. But it, it was fun. Like, the whole, like, last battle. He was supposed to be, like, an older Robin Hood, too, yeah. and he, like, wasn't. Like, they, they, like, he doesn't go by the name Robin Hood anymore. Oh, he doesn't? No. They, they figure out who he is, and he comes back. I think that's what happened. But he, uh, the last, whole last fight takes place on a beach. And it's just kind of like, Why? Well, there's nothing at the beach to fight for. Just let it go. It's, uh, <laughs> go back to your castle. Um, it was. Um, I mean, it wasn't bad. But no, Kevin Costner is fucking terrible. Oh yeah, I still love him. Of course you do. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Uh, what else we got? Uh, uh, WB found guilty and handed a significant fine. For paying YouTube celebrities such as PewDiePie no. for promotional advertising disguised as favorable game reviews. PewDiePie. PewDiePie. I love watching his videos. Girlfriend. But um His girlfriend annoys the shit out of me. That's that's disappointing to me that they did that. Yeah. It's disappointing to me. Nobody's really talking about it. that PewDiePie did that. Yeah. Cause he's so kinda disappointing. Yeah. Then again, 
Money. Money. <laughs> I can't. I, I honestly, I hate. I'd love to say that my priorities should be like, no, I'm gonna stick, stick by who I am. But I mean, they flash a shit ton of money. You're like, it's hard to say no. I you, can't you blame can't. the guy. No, you can't. But I mean, you can. And he's and he's, in those shoes. and he's from what Switzerland? They're, they're, uh, yeah, they're yeah. Peaceful. They don't give a shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it sucks that they did that. But it's yeah, it's absolutely. Um, I don't know what else. Despicable. They, they did it for Shadows of Mo- Mordor, which apparently, I mean, uh, it won a bunch of awards, including like Game of the Year when it came out, and uh, was highly regarded to be a uh, really a, like a great game. Yeah, uh, I haven't played myself, but like, I think as you said earlier, it's essentially Assassin's Creed. And, yeah, but in Lord, Lord of the Rings. Rings, you climb on top of buildings, you do assassinations, you fight orcs, and it sounds interesting to me. And it sounds, but you're but you're a ghost. Like, you can change form and go, like, invisible huh. to do sneak attacks, which is fun. It's cool. But the problem is, is, like, you can't die. So you, your health reaches zero, and then you just teleport back and just keep fighting. So instead of, like, having to restart that mission, you just continue. Huh. It's, it's just, it is, it's, it's not really dumb, because of how many games you play where you just continue from where you died. It's not that big a deal. But it's just, like, a, this character can't die. Yeah, it's kind of like, what's the point then? Yeah. Um, what other news we got? Um, well, we kind of talked about Kingsman earlier with Channing Tatum. Yeah. Um, uh, Colin Firth, I guess, is spotted on the set. Uh, even though his character, spoilers, <laughs> his character died. Yeah. In a glorious way. In a very glorious way in the first God, film. that fucking fight scene. That was Oh fantastic. my God. Holy shit. That movie I remember awesome. the first one. We watched that in theaters. I watched it with my dad and my mom. Really? In theaters, yeah. And I, I wasn't expecting it. I knew it was going to be a little bloody, a little gory. Uh, and I knew it was going to be language. And I'm sitting there with my parents and it's just like watching them beat the living fuck out of each other. And I was like, holy uh. shit. So he's dead. After that, the whole situation. And but apparently, he's there's on set. Yeah, so I don't know if it's just a flashback. Maybe a flashback. I've I've heard that he's coming back for the movie. So I don't understand. I don't because he got shot in the face. He got shot right in the face. Right in the face. In the face. In the face. Um. And Samuel Jackson like threw up. Yeah, because there's blood. That was a, that was a cool movie. I enjoyed that movie a lot. Um. Yeah, it's uh. I'm excited to see what they do with that movie because I love that movie. And Channing Tatum playing a villain in it? Yeah, that'd be interesting. That's going to be cool. I'm just excited for Eggsy. Eggsy, yeah. I, yeah. I, re- I was really hoping he'd get the role for Han, for young Han. Yeah, that would have been cool. But, I mean, it's fine. Uh, I kind of hope he gets Logan. Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he will. I don't know either. They've He's sh- short enough. Like, But that's the thing that they've already introduced. Hugh Jackman was Logan at that time. The only thing they can do is introduce him as... What a uh, Dakin, yeah. But even this, nobody's gonna give a shit about Dakin or X twenty three for that matter. It's well, X twenty three will be in Death of Wolverine. Yeah, but I, I was saying nobody's gonna care because yeah. ultimately what they want to do is to have them take over for Hugh Jackman. But uh, it's not gonna matter. No. I mean, he's the right height because it's just like the original casting. The original cast they wanted to do for Wolverine. Which I don't know if you remember. Was that Carl Urban? No. Um, For the, like, the, when they cast Hugh Jackman the first time. Like when they were trying to make the first movie. Yeah, they had somebody else cast in the role. I don't know. Uh, I don't know who someone, one of the people they wanted to get was Danny DeVito. Yes, I do remember that. That was, that was 
prior to. Yeah. Um, it was way back. And, he was the right height. They had another actor, uh, Townsend, some Townsend. Peter? Peter Townsend, maybe? Stuart? Steven? Something like that? Something like that. Uh, he was cast in the role, uh, but apparently he wasn't happy with the character or how it was being portrayed or he didn't get enough lines or he wasn't like the absolute lead or something they, they silly like that. They didn't give him real blades in his hand. Yeah, I guess. It was something, like, it was something ridiculous. I remember reading and thinking like, what a fucking douchebag. Where are you at now? Um, and so they're like... He's being uh, talked about on a podcast. People can't remember his real name. <laughs> See? Exactly. But that's after that, they're like, okay, fine. Go home. And Bye. they booted him out. And they brought Hugh Jackman, which is why in that movie, Hugh Jackman's so small. He's not, I mean, he's not like small, but he's definitely not what we've come to expect from a Hugh Jackman Wolverine. Yeah, he, um, he's decent He's not sized. huge Jackman. Yeah. Uh, he, he's normal. He's human. Um, so, yeah, because it was unexpected. He only had something like three weeks to prepare. Yeah. So, uh I mean, he was already, like, he had muscles. But, yeah, yeah, it wasn't like he was but, but he's just not as ripped as he was. Yeah. So it was interesting to see that, and you could jump to X-Men 2, which he's still not super buff on that. X-Men 3, he's a little bit more. Not until you get to X-Men Origins, yeah. which is a shit movie. Um, but he is fucking scary big in that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, Kingsman, I'm, I've, I've been excited for that sequel since I saw the fucking first movie. Yeah. Um, What's it called? Golden Golden Circle. Yeah, the yeah. Kingsman, the Golden Circle. It sounds like they're going to be going uh, kind of a James Bond route with this, with this, uh, yeah, movie uh, series. So I mean, obviously the that character's dead. The main guy uh, played by um, Mark Strong. No, crap. I'm bad tonight with names. Um, Eggsy? No, the guy that played they played Alfred, Michael Caine. Yeah, he he's gone. He's dead. Uh, yeah, so in that group's gone. So the whole like main, it's really it's Mark Strong. So I'm wondering Eggsy if and... the Golden Circle is going to be like the new uh, Kingsman group because they have to rebuild essentially because yeah. a lot of their people okay, were. They would still technically be Secret Service. So maybe the Golden Circle is more. The villain group that which after. is fine. It could be possibly. I don't, we'll find out. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I'm excited for it either way. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the they cast is. That. Fantastic in the first one, so I'm hoping this one's just as good, and the action's going to be just as good. And the comedy's there because that's where the first one was. Comedy was on par, and the action was fantastic. Um, Mark Strong was awesome. So I hope he comes back. I assume he will. He is fantastic. So. He's so good at everything. I, he's the only reason I want to see the Brothers Grimsby. Yeah, he's literally... Like, I don't reason. care about... I fucking hate Sasha Baron Cohen. I, like, I hate a lot I like of him in two movies. I liked him in two movies. One was uh, Sweeney Todd? Yes. And I assume the other one was probably Liam Miz. Um, actually, okay, three. I forgot about Liam Miz. <laughs> Liam Miz was really good. He was really good in that. Um, he was really funny. Uh, I, I like him in Talladega Nights. Oh, God. I forgot he's in that. Um, and then what was, he was in one other movie that wasn't too bad. I, I tolerated. I can't remember what it was. It wasn't Borat. It wasn't Bruno. It wasn't... The Dictator? I haven't seen that one. Someone told me it's good, but I... Uh, I don't think any of his movies are good. Yeah. Any of his movies, yeah. not ones where there, he's... There was one other one I, I remember him being... Oh, uh, Hugo. 
Oh, he is in Hugo. Yeah, he did he? a good job. He wasn't a big part of it, but he's in it. And he did a good job at the, like, here because he's like he's like the the guard like, at the train station, like mm-hmm. one of the security. Well, I don't know what they call him, uh, but he seemed to do really well. I, I didn't watch it, but I've heard he did really well, in it, and I want to see it real bad. So I assume he's good in that because I've heard nothing but good things. But those are the only movies that I really ever care about him in. Yeah, mainly it's, Sweeney Todd. Basically, if it's him starring in his own movie, that's the movie's not good. Yeah. And I'm sure the brother Grimsby is not good. I'm sure it's not, but I'm but like, I want to see because of, of Mark Strong. Because like them together look funny. Absolutely, yeah. Like, the whole thing about like the the poison dart in his penis, like yeah, okay, fine, it's funny. Like it's not the funniest thing I've seen. Right, but it, it looks interesting, and Mark Strong's character is just like. You have to suck it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay, this is fun. It's, uh, it, it kind of seems to me similar to, like, because uh, Mark Strong always seems to play very serious characters. Yeah. Uh, Jason Statham and Spy. Yeah. And Jason Statham and Spy is hilarious. Yeah, he's, he's funny. That movie surprisingly. is actually surprisingly funny. He's funny in Snatch. I've never seen you Snatch. You should watch Snatch. I want to because uh, I love me some Jason Statham, but yeah, Jason Statham. Uh, who else is it? Uh, Brad Pitt is in it. Yes, yeah. yeah. He's a boxer. You can't understand. Gypsy. He's a gypsy bare knuckle boxer. It's amazing. Uh, Most Def is in it. Yes. Um, a couple other people. I like Most Def. He's good. He's actually good. I've seen him in a few movies and uh, shows. Uh, he was in an episode of House. Yeah. He's very good in that, and more more recently, and probably better known, uh, Dexter. Yep. Season six. He was really good in that. Yeah. He was in the newer Hitchhiker's Guide movie. Yeah. He, yeah. Played, he played that. He played in that. He, uh, there's a couple other things too. But he, uh, wasn't he like a rapper at one point or, uh, something like that? Something. I don't it, remember. I don't, it, he's more known now to be an actor. It's like Will Smith. Will Smith was an, a rapper. Yeah. At one time. And now he's the, the, like, oh, you have a Grammy? Yeah. What? Uh, and people don't remember. Yeah. Nobody remembers. <laughs> It's like it's like our age group remembers Miami, and no one else does. <laughs> Miami, Miami, Nino, Ami, Ami. Yeah. Holy shit! What a piece like... of shit album that was. <laughs> and then we look at the younger kids. We're like Will Smith. Like when he sang Miami. Like what? Will Smith? You mean the? You mean de- yeah, uh, Deadshot? <laughs> Fuck you! Oh, go to hell! You go to hell, youngins. Pursuit of happiness. <sighs> Which was I love. That oh, movie. good lord! I love that movie. That's a. <laughs> but it's it's like. That's a heartbreaking movie. Yeah. I mean, I love him to death, but like when he when he starts like I have kids, it's like yeah. yeah, doesn't mean you can't do other movies. Yeah, you can. You, you can get away from that. You don't have to. Hopefully, this is hopefully the beginning of that. What uh, Suicide Squad? Suicide Squad. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, he can start doing some more adult movies. But, I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of hoping they'd make a sequel to Karate Kid. With, with I was too, dude. Because it was, and good. they were working on it. And see, and people get really mad at me. Really, really mad at me because I say I get fucking pissed. You, you always get pissed. You're a very angry Asian all the time. Um, screaming Korean. Uh, but people get really mad at me whenever I say it. But I truly believe the remake is better than the original. In a lot of ways, yes. I think the story is better. Yeah. Uh, the Mr. Miyagi character. Is I love. Better. I love Pat. I, I do love too. Him, but. But Jackie Chan pulls that. Back. Jackie Chan doesn't. He it pulls so the much. drama off better. Yes, because Pat Morita has no like no emotion other than just no. do this. Exactly. There's it. Jackie but Chan. You get a little bit towards the end when he's training him. He's, you get a little bit of sense of pride. And but even then, happiness. it's still just. But Jackie Chan, you get that full round. Like I don't want to cheat you. 
kind of thing. Or he's like, I'm not, no, you're, I'm not doing that. And then he realizes and he helps because he's feeling out of place. So, okay, I'll help you. And, and then he helps him. Yes. Which is nice. That that camaraderie between them is so good. And him in the car, that scene that scene, me. I know. That's what I was going to say. Is I watched it again because I, I remembered it being very sad when I watched it originally. But whenever I watched it again uh, not too long ago, I, I cried watching it. Yeah. I was like, this is like good. It, really I, solid. I, was, I always said growing up, like the small things you see Jackie Chan do with dramatic acting – I want to see him be a dramatic actor. Yeah, absolutely. One movie. Because Jet nobody, Li did it. But nobody will cast him. <laughs> no. Because he's the funny action guy. Yeah. Which... <sighs> Which is why Karate Kid was so important. Because it showed. He Which has a dramatic I wanted another, another one. But we won't. Because now, you know, Jaden Smith is kind of off doing his own weird thing he does. Um, I'm he calls sure. it living. Oh, fuck that kid. <laughs> um, hey, at least he's not Sal. At least he's not Sal Volcano. Volcano, whatever his name is, from uh, what do you call it? The Practical Jokers. He's, he's got a, a portrait tattoo of Jaden Smith on his leg. Oh Jesus Christ! Because of a because he lost one of the games. Because you know how the, you know how the show works. Nah. Okay, so it's these four friends have been friends forever, and they do pr- pranks, and they do a game version. So you lose, and if you lose, then you have to do whatever they come up with as a punishment. And if you don't do it, then they cancel the show. Because it's like if we stop doing punishments, there's no sense in doing the show anymore. So one guy won, the other three tied and lost. So his punishment was all for all three of them to get tattoos. And he gets to decide what the tattoos are, and they get to decide where they get them. So they don't get to know what they are. But they So but Sal's was on the he chose the back of his leg. And so he has a portrait of Jaden Smith on the back of his leg. Like young Jaden Smith? Yeah. I'll pull it up and show you. <laughs> but um, uh, it's, it's so funny. It's, uh, yeah, but yeah, I was hoping for a sequel to that, but I guess. Oh, I know. Me too. It's long gone. Um, it's unfortunately, unless they bring another actor in or something. It's, I doubt. Now they can't do that. If that's it's, not yeah. what worked about it was all the actors they got. Yeah. Um. That looks like that's the end of our uh, news uh, today. We covered everything. I think uh, I was uh, kind of worried that we were going to have to split it into two episodes, but it looks like we hit our mark right about uh, right dead on. Pretty damn accurate. So, uh, end every episode as we uh, always have for the past few episodes anyways. Yeah. Our recommendations. Recommendations. John? Uh, I'm going to be recommending a book uh, written by Ernest Klein. Um, he actually has a newer one out, but I'm going to recommend the first one that he wrote. I think it's his first one he wrote, at least the first one I read. But it's called Ready Player One. Uh, essentially about a young boy in the future. I think it's like 2044, 2024, something like that. Uh, it's in the near future. But pretty much people just stay inside, and there's this VR game that everyone plays. And the creator of the company is dying, essentially. And he dies. And when he dies, this broadcast plays saying that he left the ownership of his company uh, which essentially includes everything all these companies use this program somewhere inside the game and it's a scavenger hunt and he loved the 80s so a lot of 80s references uh including movies and games and such but he uh did a scavenger hunt three-step scavenger hunt for people to find it and if you find it you can you gain control of the company so a lot of these companies are hiring kids to do the scavenger hunt. 
and they pay them for it. And there's a lot of these kids like the main character who either join small groups or go on their own and try and find it. Um, but there's this big underground plot where uh, all I'll say is that attempts are made on their life and their children. And at first, when it first happened in the book, like I wasn't expecting it because I was just reading it and reading it and like, oh yeah, he's looking for the thing. And then like he gets off the game and then he realizes that he's in danger. And like, no joke, some of the other characters that are in the, in the book, um, their lives are attempted and other stuff happens. And, and, but it's, it's pretty intense. It hits all the emotions and he's a younger kid and there's love interest and all that good stuff. But they do a good job of mixing all the emotions together and, and putting it into a funny, serious story about this character, his friends, and this company while doing a whole bunch of 80s references, including Monty Python and uh, War Games, which is fun. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I recommend the book. It's very fun. It's a, it's a quick read. It's, it's so much fun to read. And they are making a movie. Um to that um, and as far as I know it's it's not direct uh, as far as I know it's going to be um, Spielberg so that'll be fun that'll be interesting because he had such a heavy influence in the yeah. 80s yeah um, so I'm super excited about that what about you Jake what do you recommend this, this time well I talked about it uh, on the last episode I'm going to go ahead and recommend it because I've read it since then it is uh, Dark Knight a true Batman story uh, basically uh what this is is about Paul Dini, who is known for his work on Tiny Two Adventures and more uh, appropriately, um, Batman the Animated Series. Uh, a few years back, uh, he was mugged and beaten up just terribly. He had a very promising career uh, in what he thought was a perfect life. Uh, all the trappings of it, anyways. Uh, he gets mugged, and then his world starts to fall apart. He drinks a lot. Uh, it basically goes into a very self-destructive place. And it takes this terrible accident uh, where he starts to forsake Batman and those kind of characters. He doesn't believe in them anymore. He doesn't want to write them anymore because Batman wasn't there to save him. Why would he write about a character that comes swooping in to rescue people when that doesn't happen in real life. That's his idea behind it. Um, and he goes through this whole ordeal and only to learn the lesson that you're going to have good days, you're going to have bad days, and you're not going to be rescued. You have to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and keep fucking going. That's the whole point of it. It is such a brilliant comic. Uh... I'll have to say it, one of the best Batman stories I've ever read. It's brilliant. Awesome. Absolutely one of my favorites. And I appreciate so much (laughs) my co-host, one of my best friends, John, here, purchasing it for me. Uh, It is fantastic, and you're going to love it when you read it. Yeah, I plan on it. Um, But yeah, that's our recommendations. Uh, What what do you guys want to hear us talk about? Uh, What are your ideas for the show? What do you like? What do you hate? You can hit me up on Twitter uh, at uh, the Hierophant H I H I E R P H. Nope, I'm gonna spell that again. <laughs> it's late here. I'm pretty fucking tired. Uh, it's at the Hierophant H I E R O P H A N T. I really need to change it because I always have to fucking spell it. Yeah. 
Um, but that's my Twitter, the Hierophant. H I E R O P H A N T. John, I am at JD Slevin thirteen. I think is what we said last time. Yes, I... I'm pretty sure mine should be super easy because it's just me. Yeah, <laughs> so pretty. Yeah, it's it's at JD Slevin thirteen. I believe. Um, and, uh, we have our f- yeah. We're on on there on Twitter and then email. Email our email address is this is fearless productions all one word at gmail.com. Uh, again, Give us comments, uh, recommendations. If you guys if you guys really love something that we've kind of talked about and you want us to expand on it, let us know. We'll read us it. up. Absolutely. Yeah, we will, we're we'll gonna, watch it. I'm on on that email all the time. So if you ever have anything you want to ask us, anything you want to say to us, let us know. Uh, drop us a line. Mean, hit us up on Twitter. If you want to tell us, we should quit. I mean, at least we know you listened. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's progress. That's uh, it. We won't. We won't quit. But you can tell us that. I'm 100 percent okay. Yeah. Um, or just any ideas, any co- any kind of comments, any kind of recommendations, any kind of hey, this is what we should talk about for this week, or any kind of anything. Absolutely. We're just having fun. So Absolutely. any kind of any kind of acknowledgement that you're listening. This is actually this is just something me and John do, and usually after we're done filming the, or recording this, rather. We talk much more. Probably not tonight because it's really, really fucking late. It is. Um, but generally, this is just what we do. This is why we started the podcast. Because just because we talk for four hours at a time and, and might as well just share it with everyone Exactly, because we, we're entertained <laughs> by it. So, uh, But yeah, any ideas you might have, any anything you want to say to us, anything you want to ask us, feel free to do so. Again, my Twitter, The Higher Offense. Uh, John is JD Slevin13. And uh, our email address is thisisfearlessproductions at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Jake. I'm John. What were we talking about?